Tough, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. <laughs> so I'd like to thank everyone to be with, with us today. I know it's, uh, it's been now the fifth week of confinement. Uh, we are bored and I think we are fed up with looking at videos and seminars. But still, you're here, so thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, last thank you. week, thank you for having me. Last week, we, had, uh, we, we tried something. It's since we're going to see a patient and we, we don't have the right to do consultation one-on-one, we, uh, we went with Johnny, uh, a dentist, online to just give a seminar that usually we'll be giving to our own. And we opened that to the, to the grand public. Um, the response was, uh, was amazing. People were appreciative. And they liked the fact that we were talking to them as peers. And was, we, we did that in French. So now we have to do that again in English. So, sir, are you ready? I'm always ready. <laughs> always. I like that. For those people who are listening to us, can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Well, uh, Johnny Munayar, as a, uh, I'm a dentist. I've been dentist for about uh, 16 years now, 16 or 17 years. I have my own office in Laval in uh, Montreal, Quebec. And uh, I work with Dr. Back also in his own practice, in his own office, uh, downtown Montreal. So uh, yes, I got the pleasure to meet Dr. Back and his team about two to three years now. And uh, since then, we've been uh, like a family and we've been working together very closely. Thank you. This is what he said to himself. I'll tell you what I know about Johnny. Johnny, it's a smile maker. And this is coming from a cosmetic surgeon. Um, the, the, the slide you see today, the, the case he'll be talking about, amazed me. And I'm not easily amazed. <laughs> that I can tell you. So, um, you know that we're working together. We ha- we're friends. Uh, I respect his work very, very much. Uh, even if he's a dentist and I'm a dentist, you know that in a professional court, this, this different field. But I think that at this stage, uh, yeah, we'll be, we were working together for a while. But at this time of age, I think that it's time for us to come together as a profession and uh, to work together to, to just better serve the population. Because the technology will make any difference between your dentist or dentist. The, uh, the virus doesn't make a difference. So it's time for us today to, to just look at things, things differently. And for those who are just looking at this, this what kind of cooperation this is? It's, it's a, it's a collaboration of the new age. And with this, we're going to bring you, the public, to the same level. We are all on the same level. We're all in the living room, talking, and we, don't, we all don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So with this, let's start uh, with Johnny. And Johnny, I'm going to ask today, my expectation is for you to bring back the smile in all our lives. <laughs> Especially in a day, a uh, rainy day like this, it's not an easy task, especially after, like, you said five weeks of uh, confinement? It's seven weeks, no? Yeah, but to us it's seven weeks, but for most of the people, <laughs> it's <been> five weeks. <laughs> okay, so it's been seven weeks, actually. It's, it's like, even worse. To, so to put laughs on uh, people's faces is going to be a harder uh, task. Now, you home, you, now you know my role. My role is to put myself <laughs> in your shoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After last week, when we talked and we did like a little uh, seminar in French and we talked about, uh, you know, like what is, uh, uh, what, uh, what was like last week's uh, actually seminars? I'm sorry. Actually, last week it, it was very aimed to the public. It's like, how can you get 10 years younger? And then you say, 10 yeah. years is not enough. Get rid of the 10 years. Just get younger. 
that was like the, it was like about the aesthetic parts, and we that's what we went through and we talked about. And uh, then uh, Doctor Back uh, threw me, uh, you know, under the bus, and he goes, "Okay, let's do something in English for our like uh, uh, English patients." And so, uh, so, so you know, about three years ago, I didn't speak English that much. Today, I don't even know what's English, what's French anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sound bad in both, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> So many things changed in three years, actually. So uh, that, that's when he, we decided to make some, uh, like a seminar in English. And uh, we said, okay, what's the topic should be about? So uh, we mentioned uh, maybe about disability dentures, because this is a major issue when, uh, for people who are wearing dentures. So we said, okay, well, we're gonna do one, uh, and we're gonna call it, you know, like uh, stable dentures with uh, balanced occlusion. Because it's a little known and a little been asked about, you know, balanced inclusion. And to my mind, it's the best thing or the most that we should be applying it to all the dentures. And every professional should only basically serve the balanced denture. So in my practice, that's all I'm going to do anyway. So, you know, the, the format of the seminar would be that Johnny is going to be the expert talking about the expertise in the field. Even if I'm a doctor, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna act as a host. I'm gonna be here to use my doctor's my, my my knowledge as a doctor to be test him to ask questions that you like to ask and mainly to try to, to bring this. Are you gonna be testing me? The clearest possible way, and we're still friends by the end of the day. But this is not a sell. It's it's mainly a share. We are sharing with you what we know. And um, last time there were a lot of people on the line, and they really appreciated the fact that even if we're friends, we're testing each other. <laughs> Actually, they stayed after when we finished the summer. They stayed a little longer, so we were like talking. Yeah, we had to cut it. But anyways, so let's uh, let's get to it, if you don't mind. Yep, yeah, the first one. Share now. Share the screen. Okay. Do you see it? Yep. Excellent. So uh, yes, we call the seminar is going to be stable dentures with balanced occlusion. So for sure, like, uh, you know, like people who wear dentures has been their only or the major issues they have all the time. Because usually they can live a beautiful life with dentures. But the biggest issue is the stability of the dentures. The top one, we all know, like the top one, we can always have some kind of a, a suction. The suction makes it hold and makes it more stable whereby the lower one doesn't have any suction due to many factors. And uh, so that's, that's why, you know, like most of the people are looking for to be comfortable with the dentures, they're looking for stability of the dentures. And uh, there's so many, uh, so many like factors or so many uh, ways to, to stabilize dentures today. So I'm gonna go through uh, roughly like what I did uh, to prepare to kind of like, I mean, definitely I didn't go like uh, precise in my explanation. I just went to kind of like everybody or anybody can understand what he's talking about, especially for people who are wearing dentures. Uh, so first of all, second, all right. Stability. To my mind, stability is a secret for comfortable dentures. Uh, like I said, people who wear dentures, basically they can live a very beautiful and very normal life if they have uh, stability in the dentures. Uh, we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, ads, a lot of stuff about, you know, like implants, about, you know, uh, you know, polygrip or glue or something, you know, to stabilize dentures. But little we hear about, you know, balanced dentures. 
in my practice for like about 17 years now, I had very little people knew about the balanced dentures before I explained it to them. So, uh, in fact, only two people, they knew that in 17 years of practice, which is, I find it very unfair and very uh, deceiving. So in my, what I wrote in here, people having to live with dental prosthesis generally wished that their dentures are stable. And this is, I'm talking about in my practice, I see it on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So are the implants the only solutions? Because when we talk about stability of dentures, most of the time we talk about implants. When we're talking about implants, it's, the, it's basically like a screw we we uh, implant it in the bone and on the top of the screw, we can stabilize denture. Uh, while the implants are the best solution to stabilize denture today, uh, still they often need long-term treatment, solid and good health uh, for the patients to be candidate and they can be financially very costly. Is it the only solution? It's not the only solution, but it's a major solution, yes, and we offer it on a daily basis. And basically, everybody who is like missing one tooth today is uh, like almost uh, is like a candidate for implants. Uh, therefore, when we have complete dentures, when we have all kind of dentures in the mouth, also not fixed uh, uh, prosthesis, we always have to do balance the dentures, to balance the, uh, to balance the movement between the top and lower teeth. Sir, I have to ask, as a dentist and as a public, are dentures custom made to fit a mouth perfectly? They are, but you have to do, you have to understand there's not only like the fitting only, they have a relationship between the top teeth and the lower teeth. And this is when the balance inclusion comes in. Uh, the relationship between the top, how the, how the bite it is, but the jaw, the lower jaw moves left and right, back and forth. So uh, for that matter, if we just do not respect all the movement, even if I have a perfect fit, and even if we make it personalized, the fitting and all this stuff and all the technology we have today, uh, if we don't respect this movement, uh, so basically we're not, uh, we're not uh, helping ourselves and we just like, uh, yes. So what you're telling me, it's mainly some denture out there are not just, are just half made. Because mainly as if I, I, I'm a public, I'm from public and say that if you make that custom made to my mouth, I expect the, the base to be custom, to custom fit my mouth and also both your pieces to work together. So what you tell me is balance inclusion should be the standard of care. Unfortunately, a lot of people are not informed. Like I, like I said before, um, little people know, only like two people knew about the balance dentures before they came to see me. And, uh, and I've been practicing for 17 years. So little people know about the balance dentures and I talked about it uh, uh, very like briefly, like in my, my presentation, I'm gonna be going through it uh, soon. But uh, yes, when people come to see us, they're expecting that we're gonna give them the best. And unfortunately, most of the professionals, they do not explain all the details. They, most of the time, they're gonna be selling you or you know, uh, presenting what they, can, what they feel comfortable, what's easier for them to make, what's faster at the end of the line, and, uh, and that's when they can offer to the patient, which I find is very, it's very bad because I mean like as professionals we should not only like be talking about what we present and what we can give we should present to the patient the best treatment available 
and let the patient decide what he and determine what he wants to do as a as a treatment. Thank you. So, but yes, yeah, so answer your question. Yes, a lot of people think you know, like okay, you know, I'm I'm seeing the professional. He knows what he's doing, and uh, should be like custom fit and stuff. Even though custom fitting for the gums and for the for for, uh, but that's not necessarily going to be respecting all the movement and all the uh, uh, the movement of the jaws and uh, of the of the mandibles. And while on the subject, as a patient, how do I know that is my denture have been balanced or not? Do do I have a, a way to know it if I have them in my mouth? Uh, Basically, it's like the, the patient will know, <laughs> will know, unfortunately, only when it's finished and about the comfort or not. You have to, at some point, you have to have the trust with the professional that you have. But when the professional never mention it and never give it to you different treatment plans, there's no one patient that have only one treatment plan available. Every patient must have between four to five to six treatment available at, at, at any time. When a professional only presents you what he can do or what he can com what comf uh, he's comfortable to do, uh, you should ask the right question. As a, as a patient, you have the right and you have uh, you must ask the right questions and to have the right answers. So when what professional, sorry, what are those right questions that we need to ask? Uh, well, the right, you know, like to know like what the results, I mean, they, to, to, you manage expectation, yes, but to have to know like what the end result is going to be. Uh, some people have dentures for a long period of time and they, you know, like they can, they know more. Some people don't have it for a long period of time or they just starting. Uh, I cannot like be in, the, in their shoes to ask the right questions or not what fits every person because every, every case is unique and everybody has his own questions. Therefore, the main question should be, uh, am I going to be able to have my smile? Is it going to affect me, you know, with a long period of time? How long, you know, it can last? Uh, am I going to be able to eat properly? Is it going to be stable? What are the measures to do to, to, to have a, the better fit? Or is there different qualities? Uh, all these questions, you know, like they can, you can have, you can, at the end, at the bottom line, you know, you can have the trust with the professional that is going to be doing it or not. And, I always, uh, you know, like uh, I always tell my patients, ideally is to ask and to see more than one opinion, you know, like uh, do not, you know, limit yourself to one opinion, ask questions and, uh, you know, and see, like, especially when we do like uh, big cases, usually like we kind of like we we, we stay for a long period of time with the patient. We take them from the beginning to the end. It's a long period, the long process and stuff like that. So it has to be a proper fit also. Like not only like, okay, sometimes we trust, you know, the patient, the, 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 the professional, but you know, like the result, but we don't have the right fit. So it's important that you have the right fit, you know, personality wise, you know, trust wise. And, you know, you can ask also, and today's world, we can know a lot about the internet, we can know a lot about the professional, if he's, you know, like uh, reviews. Uh, uh, so do the work as a patient, do your work and, uh, you know, ask the, the right questions and that's when you go ahead. If you allow me, Johnny's mentioned last time that I threw him under the bus saying that we're going to do this in English. And I just threw him another question to throw him under the bus, but so you understand the, the, uh, the dynamic here. We are not used to have this kind of question for one reason, because usually the question I ask before we start, but as the, the process is going on, there's a trust building up. And as a patient, you will feel if it's feel right or not. 
So all the questions are for the, the beginning of it. And somebody like Johnny, it's, it's used to answer questions, but most of his time, it's just working with patient and with trust. And I, I saw the man in action. So for you at home, and I'm not a dentist talking, I'm just somebody who saw a lot of those cases and I have a lot of cases on my own. The question I offer the beginning, but as long as the trust will be built up slowly, you won't have to ask questions anymore. You will feel the answer. And that's the, the, one of the things you, you have to look at. So for, for any success in clinical, in, in clinic, you'll be feeling if it's still right on. And if it, feel, it doesn't feel right, that means that something in the way has been missed. And then you have to address it with a question. So Johnny, thank you for the answer. And I'll let you continue. But unfortunately, also, like I said, you know, like you've seen my cases so many times, often, you know, the patient, when they come to see you, they don't know much about yourself. They, you know, uh, they didn't see your cases. Uh, that's why the referrals is still, for to my mind, it's the best, you know, the best gift a professional can, uh, can receive. When I receive my patients and they kind of tell me, oh, uh, this gentleman or this lady, you know, sent me and they're very happy and they're very satisfied and they, you know, like they tell me how, uh, you know, great service they got this is the best gift i can receive you know we all need the money to live and stuff like that but i mean the best gift it's the good world uh, the good word that comes from uh, people yeah you make smile you want to see them especially when you finish them <laughs> that's what we work for the, the end result that's what i work for you know is to see people smiling to change their life and to make you know like uh, uh like i said we're all working for the money but uh, but i mean this is not my uh, and in fact this is one of the things also patients <laughs> Uh, if you see that the drive of the, the professional, if uh, the money is it's, uh, their drive, I would be running out of the office as soon as possible. So you feel it. You can tell who's, uh, who's like uh, money driven and who's, you know, like looking for the quality and looking for your, uh, for your own good. And um, hopefully I answered your question. Absolutely, sir. All right. So excellent. So I'm going to proceed with this. So. Uh, the the answer of that like and the answer like uh, is is the uh, implants the only solution well the answer to that is uh, well we have other treatments and other ways and even if we have like implants we still i've seen a lot of cases done before and they do like big major cases of a big a lot of implants but even with that, the people are not very, very happy and they're not very satisfied. Well, the reason why, because, I mean, if you don't do the balance dentures, in dentures, you have like five or six, uh, five or six like uh, uh, points to, to, to make, you know, like if you don't take the real measurements or right measurements, you're not, even though you make the balance dentures, you're not going to be any, any, any better. So basically you have to perfect every step on the, of the way to get to the bottom and to the best results possible. So like in here I was saying about the balanced dentures, the balanced occlusion is a base to stabilize every denture. So even if we have, you know, say a, a, a dentures over implant, we still need to balance the dentures still and should be done to all type of dental prosthesis. Patients know a little about it and professionals don't suggest it, offer it, or at least explain it. Why? Well, I divided this in two ways. Often the patients, they have 
lack of information because the professionals do not explain it, as I mentioned uh, previously. Uh, the patients, most of the time, you know, like when they, when you tell them, when, when they come to see you and they don't know you, and you are like a double or triple the price of somebody else, so they don't know you, they don't know the other one, they have tendency to always go with the cheaper. So when you offer them cheaper solution and faster solution, uh, often, you know, they, they don't know you or they don't know the other one, they say, okay, well, I can take the chance with the other one. And they are misinformed. So when they are misinformed, what I mean by that, uh, as a, as a uh, as a consumer, as a regular person, you know, before I do any decision, I want to be well informed before I take any decision. So that's what I tell my patients to do all the time: get informed for all what you need, uh, get the right answer, and uh, you know, you'll see and you know where it's a good fit, whether it's a good fit or not. From the professional's point of view, so again, you have easier and faster profits because most of the time when you have longer treatments, it take, uh, whenever you have like more major treatments, it takes more long time. And uh, sometimes it becomes, you know, less profitable because it takes more of your time. Uh, often the professionals, what they want, what they do is they offer to the patients what they want to hear. What I mean by that, so if I'm coming I don't explain much what I have, like what, what the solutions are. I don't give the treatments available. So I tell them and offer them what I can do and what I feel right and I'm able to do, to deliver. You have to perfect what you're doing, yes. But at the same time, you should not play the role, the decisive role in the patient's you know, decision-making. So you have to offer them all the treatments available and that the patient decides what he wants to do. That's what I'm talking about as, as a professional uh, as a denture and the chance of making more profitable treatments because if I can give you something that you're going to be comfortable enough without any surgeries and without a lot of people you know like not they're not well a, a good candidate to be to do like uh, implants treatment uh, but I see it always I see the treatments I see the implant treatment I always push forward uh, because at the and the result, all the pay, what the pro, uh, professionals they see is they see the dollar sign, and uh, that's what I'm saying. If you feel that the professional is that's what his uh, drive, uh, start running as fast as possible. So, what is a balanced denture? A lot of people, like I mentioned before, most of the people they don't know what's a balanced denture and uh, what's a balanced occlusion is, and able to. The balance, the balance occlusion is very simple. The jaw itself, it, it moves left and right, back and forth. Excuse me. So basically what we, knew, what we do with the balance occlusion is we make the jaw free to move. So we, it's going to be moving left and right, back and forth, while exercising maximum occlusion between the top and lower mandibles. Uh, this allows the stability of the dentures and it eliminates all kind of interferences. So in order to achieve a balanced dentures, more and thorough measurements needed, as well as registering of all the movements that determine the movement of the jaw. A balanced occlusion should achieve a harmony between the top and lower teeth and eliminate all the interferences. Uh, and this is basically, this is what the balanced occlusion is. Most of the time when we do, we do, we do like uh, the regular dentures or the, uh, you know, standard dentures, 
And even if we do like any type of dentures, if we do not get all the balance movement, uh, we're gonna create the interferences and causes all, the, that's when the problems start. So what does the balance dentures do? And what benefits do we have from, from the balance, uh, balance occlusion? In the case of a complete denture, we all, as we all know, and most of the patients know, and uh, you know, as a professional, we know that the top one, we can make a hole due to the suction. Uh, Non-balanced movement can cause interferences between the teeth. So imagine uh, you have the top denture that is sitting and it's like uh, stable enough, but you have like interferences, interferences between the top and lower dentures. What this can cause, or this can let the air infiltrate and it can take a little of air for the top one to, to fall. So it's enough for a little bit of air to infiltrate, to lose the suction and the stability. This is for the top one. So imagine like you see a lot of people, they come to see me and they're having the tongue on the top of the palate just to make the denture, uh, to stabilize the denture. How uncomfortable it can be and how uh, annoying and uh, you know, it, uh, the problematic can be for the patient. Unfortunately, for the lower one, it's even worse. Uh, there's no suction that forms on the, for the lower one due to the jaw movement, due to the tongue placement, as well as the gum shape. And we also know we have, we lose a lot more bone at the lower one versus the top one. So whenever we lose more bone, so it, again, more movement and less stability. A little bit of jaw movement destabilizes the denture. The denture, lower denture, it holds on, it's basically it's holding by gravity only. So any little bit of movement, any like laugh or, you know, like uh, uh, making any, you know, like uh, any movement uh, of the jaw, it can easily destabilize the denture and can let the food go under and infiltrates under. And it can cause major discomfort for the patient when you have food under, especially. It also it affects the stability of the top prosthesis in the same time. So imagine we have the top denture is sitting down, it's, it's sitting and uh, stable. Now we have issues with the lower one. So when the lower one becomes unfit and becomes you know, moving, so it's gonna affect the top one also. The teeth and dentures work as a group. It doesn't, it's not necessarily true in, uh, in uh, natural teeth, but when you have dentures, they work as a group. So one can affect the other one. And that's therefore, it's the, that's the major, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, need to balance the movement between top and lower and to make all uh, to make them all work as a group that's in case of the you know complete denture it also it's the same thing for the partials for people who are partially uh, toothless uh, when we were when we have partials the stability of the partials is attained with metal or resin wires uh, it surrounds the natural teeth and take retention on the natural teeth uh, so imagine you have like the sitting, uh, the, the partial sitting uh, properly, but you have the interferences between the top and lower prosthetic teeth. This can cause a slight movement of the partials. So a slight movement, oh, okay, well, it's not so major. We can still have stability. We still can laugh. We can still eat. Yes, but uh, slight movement or any movement at all, it can affect the stability and can harm the natural teeth on the long run. So imagine you have like plaster holding on the tooth that is naturally and is healthy teeth, uh, but with a long period of time, 
all the, you know, like uh, all the uh, movement of the partials can cause the harm for the, uh, for the natural teeth. Now, when we say, okay, well, you know, if we have dentures uh, over implant, uh, you know, does it affect or do we need to do balanced dentures? Yes, even the balanced dentures, because even if we have implants, the implants stabilize the, the, the dentures over the gum. But again, you have a relationship between the top and lower teeth. So even if I have dentures, you know, sitting properly and stable on, and on the gum, but still every time you're doing, every time the you're making the movement while you're eating, while you're chewing, while you're talking. So all this movement, it can, uh, it can create the interferences and uh, can exercise more pressure on the dentures. This can damage some components that stabilize the dentures and worse yet, it can damage the implants. I've seen it many times. I've seen people come to see me after, you know, like having made or after like investing a lot of money and a lot of time into implants. But yet again, the occlusion or the balance of the occlusion has not been attained. And yet, you know, like we're not more advanced. This is the, that, that sums a bit what it is, you know, like especially, you know, like I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> What are the balanced occlusion? What is balanced dentures? Uh, and why we need to do it, even though when we have, even though we have implants or we have like partials, but we have to register not only, you know, like how we bite or how we close our teeth, but we also how the movement of the teeth and try to translate it into our dentures. Hopefully this like uh, can explain or explain a little bit or give you a, uh, an idea what are balanced dentures or balanced occlusion. Sorry about this. So Dr. Back? Yes, I have a question, but I, I didn't dare. <laughs> I didn't dare to interrupt. My first question is, more than comfort, can balanced denture last longer? Balanced dentures, if it can last longer, uh, basically we, uh, the, you, uh, the time, like I mentioned it last week also, the, the, uh, the time or how long we can keep the denture is not necessarily of the type of denture that you're making. It's basically how you protect it, how you take care of your dentures and how your gum recede and stuff like that. So there's a lot more factors. No, it's not necessarily it doesn't make the denture live longer or stay longer or you know age. You're gonna be a lot more comfortable. Therefore, you still I, I always uh, you know uh, tell my patients to do like once a year to do some uh, uh, checkup on a yearly basis and try to you know like uh, make the life of the denture stay longer is by doing checkup on a yearly basis. Basically, you know, what we recommend the patients is to change the teeth every five years, whether we have like complete, whether we have standard dentures or any type of denture. That was a trick question. And now I get your answer. Now that you feel so comfortable with your, your denture, you will wear them all the time. And that's so forth, they will wear them faster. Is that what you mean, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I, you know, I had to ask, cause I, we, we, I'm here to defend the no. public. 
It's a, you know, it's, a, it's a tough question to ask. Yes, I mean, like when, when people are comfortable, yes, they want to keep the dentures for a longer period of time. Therefore, there's other issues that can be done, you know, they can, other harms that we can, uh, we can do to our, you know, to our uh, teeth. Or not, no, we don't have, a lot of times we don't have teeth, but to, to our gums or to our, you know, the way we eat and stuff like that. So that's why it's a true. Question: Yes, you can be because you're comfortable. You can keep it longer, but at the same time, you, you shouldn't uh, forget all the other issues that can be created. That's why. That's the reason why I recommend my patients to all the time to come and see me once a year. And uh, you know, like we see, we keep in track and keep how the gum, how they're receding. If there's anything that we can improve, or you know, like. A, but yes, it's a tricky question, and thank you for. That. Actually, it's not a tricky question. It's, it's it's a thing. It's just for us to wrap our mind around what's what. It's like. We're men's, and if our wives goes into our closet, the clothes that look the oldest are the one that we like the most. <laughs> they look so old because exactly. we wear them all the time. <laughs> exactly, but it's a, it's a tricky answer because, like, I mean, a lot of people want to answer yes or no, black or white, you know. But uh, it's not it's not as simple as that, you know. Like to answer yes, it can last longer, or no, it doesn't last longer. But uh, the right answer, which should be, you know, like do consultation on a regular basis to make sure you can keep it for a longer period of time without harming anything else. And um, last time I, I did hack your, your presentation. So this time I, I was holding myself not to ask the question, but I saw your work and I have to ask also, it's can unbalanced denture cause muscle problem and affect how a face look? Can, can my face look older just because my denture are not balanced? Uh, basically, no. Like this is to, to, for about the how the looks and uh, how can it affect the look. It's not the type. It's not the balance denture. The balance denture is the movement of the denture. Uh, so again, it's like to perfect the relationship between the top jaw and uh, the top mandible and the lower mandible. So a lot of people they do not you know like get all the measure needed to do all the proper movement to create the harmony between the, the, uh, in the relationship between the top and lower mandible. And this is what the balanced dentures are and the balanced occlusion. Uh, as for, you know, to make you, you know, like a, to, to make a saggy face or to make a better look and stuff like that. This is what we talked about last week is like a, to create, you know, better fit and to give to the patients what the loss would be years. And uh, this is basically to, oh, you know, like uh, to, to, to respect uh, the, the the vertical dimension i mean like this is maybe technical you know like a, a little bit technical but i mean to create and to give the same to the patient what they had all all the time and they lost over the time when they lost the, the teeth and the loss of bone so this is what keeps you know the uh, the appearance and keeps the aesthetic therefore the like there's no impact on balance inclusion to the aesthetic part. I don't know if that's a good question. But it's a, it's, a complete, it's a complete work, you know, like, a, like I do not offer one way, you want complete dentures or you want, you know, like balance dentures or you want something to answer the look. Basically, a successful dentures, they have to answer the aesthetic and answer the functionality. So we cannot answer one of the two, you know, we cannot have one denture to smile with it and then take it out and put another one just to, to eat with Thank you. Uh, that was the answer I was looking for. Because right. really the only comment I wanted to receive after with this trimming is like, oh yeah, can you treat my wife? 
Please <laughs> <laughs> surprise this because no, even as public, uh, we have to understand what is the benefit of a balanced denture. So if I summarize this, it's mainly a balanced denture, a balanced denture will be more comfortable. It will be a lot more comfortable, and it uh, it's gonna basically create you know harmony between top and lower teeth, and uh, the comfort not only about the comfort you know like uh, of not falling is stabilizing the natural teeth and natural and uh, stabilizing the prosthetic teeth, but it can go harmony with the natural teeth also, and uh, yes, it's mostly about the comfort and uh, protection of what we have already and uh, protection of the you know the jaw movement and not create any more. Uh, harm that we can do. So again, if I'm talking in the defense of the public, I will say that if you're home and you have danger uh, and they're brand new, just like anything, it will take some, some time to get used to whatever is new. But if uh, even after that adapt adaptation, it still feels that it's odd. It's not, it's a piece that not, it's not working with you. Maybe the, the balance occlusion might be the, the problem you have to consult. Um, this is I'm trying to speak English here for our public. Um, Tony, is there anything more to this to add about that venture? So our public will say that I can go forward with this, and uh, it, it's it's understandable. It's it's, it's comprehensible. It's uh, the public is going to be oh this is new. What it's the first time I hear of that. This is already I can tell you that. Uh, and I, this is very unfortunate, uh, but uh, it's not normal for some some patients that have new dentures made or they have some dentures and they are falling. You know, the top one is falling and the lower one is moving a lot and stuff like that. Yes, I'm not creating. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm. I do miracles in here. I don't do miracles in any means. But what I do is, you know, like I is try to know and try to measure all the movement of the jaw and to create it in our dentures. So whenever we have them in fit in our uh, in, in the patient's mouth, they are, they work in harmony together. So again, it doesn't work like there's not it's not only one thing push off a button and it's done and it's all the stuff. All what I do is I take the time to take all the measures needed to give the right answer for the patient. Again, if you know you take all the measures needed, but you know uh, and you don't do the right uh, type of dentures or you don't do the right type of things, so we're not more advanced. In, uh, in dentures, you have many steps and you have to perfect all the steps to get to the best results possible. Now I have a tr the trickiest question of all. I, I keep that for, for last. Let's say that we have people right now at home, they have denture and they've been made already. It's been a year or so and some, they feel that something is wrong. Can you fix a denture that has not been balanced? Can you balance them afterwards? You can. Unfortunately, I don't like to touch anybody's like dentures that are made from somebody else and try to correct somebody else's mistakes and stuff like that. Uh, there's always ways, you know, I always refer my patients to go back to see the professional that they made it. Uh, but yes, we can, uh, we can balance dentures uh, afterwards and we can balance it in the movement of the mouth. Therefore, uh, when you do this, you, a lot of times you are missing and you are losing a lot of other uh, like like I said before, the dimensional vert the vertical dimension. Uh, so sometimes whenever you're filing and you are whenever you know like you're trying to adjust the dentures, you are missing on other stuff also. So basically, the uh, uh, when you're doing the the balance uh, the occlusion dentures, it's a, it's a it's a it's a philosophy basically, or it's like it's a way of doing. Uh, you can you can try to help it, 
but you cannot make miracles also like with somebody who has like the dentures made already if the teeth are set in a in the wrong place i can do whatever i want to do but i cannot improve it or i cannot make it the fit properly so for that reason what i'm saying is it's a it's a philosophy it's a like a, it's a way of doing it's respecting all the measures and respecting of the, the movement of the mouth and try to fit them all together so that's that's why i was said before this uh, doesn't answer there's no one answer for that when you do the dentures you do them from the beginning and to the end you do it to respect you know the aesthetic part you don't to respect the movement of the mouth the occlusion all this they have to fit together so and, that, uh, what Charlie's saying is you have to to shop around for your professional you have to make sure that whoever start your, your work have your trust and make sure to ask the right question as he said and the, those questions are custom fit to your worries to your need and don't be scared to ask a question this is mainly what john is telling us to do and after that to fix something that it has been not uh, made accordingly there's going to be a, a cost and i would not trust about talking about money there's always something in the trade so it's better. It can be improved, but like you said, you know, there's a cost to that. You know, there's a, it's not necessarily, you know, like, oh, well, you know, okay, well, Johnny, uh, you know, I'm going to go and he's going to fix everything. No, there's it's a, it's a philosophy. It's a way of making the dentures. And, you know, if it's not from the beginning, it wasn't set up the same way. I can try to do whatever I can, uh, I want, but I mean, like, it's not going to give the same result. So, Johnny, if you have three advice to give people here uh, watching us saying that, okay, they need a replacement uh, denture and they cannot go see you for whatever reason what are the three questions they should be asking the pro professional that they be seeing if there's three okay. questions what would that be well, the first thing i tell all my, my patients because a lot of patients you know they refer everything for the uh, you know they relate dentures and they uh, they are money issues or like the cost issues uh, and I understand that I'm a, you know, like I'm a consumer myself and I, you know, like I, you know, I want to know like what I'm, what I'm buying and what I'm paying for. Uh, therefore, the money should not be the only factor or the only decisive factor. The money should be a factor between other factors. So a lot of time, you know, like people call on the phone and they want to know how much are dentures or how much does a denture cost? This is uh, to me, it's the wrong question. This is the type of, you know, like if you ask me what kind of questions they should ask, well, this is the wrong question to ask. <laughs> uh, it should be, yes, how much it costs. The cost, you know, like it's one of the questions they should be asking, but it should not be the decisive factor. It should be one of the factors to make a decision based on that. This is the first question. The second question uh, or the, se the second advice is, uh, you have to build a good relationship with a professional that you know a trust also and you have to manage your expectation so a lot of people they see oh well balance ventures now john is saying okay we can make it more more you know stable again i don't do miracles dentures or you know like or you know balanced occlusion doesn't make miracles but we're putting all the stuff in the right way and we're trying to improve everything at the same time. We're not just doing, okay, well, we just did the implants to, to stabilize. Uh, so for that matter, ask the right question, trust your professionals, manage your expectation, and then you're gonna get the best results. You asked me a third one, right? Yep, if you have a third question to give to people. Uh, third uh, advice. 
<laughs> come and see me. That's not too late. <laughs> that would be the third advice. <laughs> if you're already if you're already looking at this, that means you need you have a need. And if you have a need, I mean, the best advice I'll give you is to come and see me. And uh, you know, like. Uh, not not uh, not for the financial reason is because i mean I'll, you'll always get the right uh, the right answer or you know like uh, uh, the right the right answer like to and to the best of my knowledge anyway so if you book from seven in the morning to seven at night for the next three months don't blame me can you brought it <laughs> and one more one more like if i want to give any advice if you want to laugh like you told you put it on me this morning like uh, when we started i mean i didn't it wasn't very funny uh, like a presentation or it wasn't very laughable but anyways i hope like i gave a lot of informations about this because a lot of people miss these informations and i feel i i, I find it is very important and i find it it's very uh, uh I'm, I'm i feel very bad you know like to to misinform or not to inform properly all the patients that we receive. Can you please close the sharing screen? Sure. I'm getting better and better on this uh, Zoom thing. Of course, but it's not about being better. I think it's about being genuine. And no, I'm not talking about like, how to, to uh, which <laughs> button to, to push. You, of course, and this is what I like. It's you're genuine. You, 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 people can relate to that. People can feel that. You, you're looking for your answers. <laughs> so, uh, once again, thank you so much, Jenny, to have taken the time to share with us. And you should, this is done uh, within four walls with two, within one or two people. And to do this online is different. I know it's, uh, it's something that is out of a zone of comfort, but also I think that by this time, we have to step up. We have to do things differently. And if this is a safer way for people to get informed, at least they will be informed safely, and then as soon as they're ready, uh, you'll be there, right, from seven to seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be a little tough to make it seven to uh, downtown, but anyways, yes, I'll make it seven to seven, don't worry. If that happened, remember, don't blame me. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so send me the, please, the information about the, you know, like, data study, international, whatever it is. Okay, so, again, Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. This is recorded. It will be available for future use. And if you want to, <laughs> to read Johnny, it's Johnny Moyana. Moyana. He's got his own practice in Laval. He's also working with us in downtown Montreal. And for, time, for as long as he still have time from 7 to 7, there's going to be a slot reserved for you. <laughs> <laughs> with this, thank you so much and come back and see Johnny. <laughs> <laughs>